Welcome to Two Girls, One Film, a podcast where hosts Lindsay Fang and Annabelle Cohen, amateur film connoisseurs, discuss all sorts of film. Sit tight, relax, enjoy. Hi, everyone. Uh, did you did you start it? Yeah, I've started. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our beautiful podcast, um, Two Girls, One Film. It's our ninth episode. I know it's been a bit, but, you know, things have been kind of hectic recently. Yeah. Um, this year has just been a lot. Lots of homework, lots of things to do. Throwing great be. balls of fire at us. Facts. And for what? Like, to, like how, to what extent does this go? I thought I thought I reached my peak. Will twenty twenty be a giant fire pit? Facts. Okay, That's my see, dissertation. I think about it sometimes, and I'm like, wow, like a, a really like a lot has happened this year. I was like, sometimes I just walk around on the street, and everyone's just wearing a mask, and I'm just like used to it, and I don't even question it anymore. But then today I questioned it. I was like, hold up, this is this is strange. This is not normal. But everyone's acting like all this is normal now. But, I don't know. You know, it's still not mandatory for my um, school to wear masks all the time. Oh, wow. So, I wear masks as much as I can. Like, I will probably wear it for most of the day. And there's, like, people, like, just walking around, going to class with yeah. no masks on. And okay. I'm like, See, now, that that's, that's kind of <clears throat> scary to me. But also, yeah. that just doesn't really make sense to me because... In the U.S., my school, at least, for the, for the people there in person, people get tested... Like, 50 random people get tested mm. at my school every day. So, there's, like... And everyone's, like, mad scared or whatever. Because it's, like, fully blowing up there. I don't know. Uh, it just, like... I don't know. Different systems around the world, I guess. Seems seems interesting. But today, since we are kind of running a little bit short on time, mm. we're going to do a little bit more of a concise fast situation spit you with the facts you know we don't want to lose your attention <laughs> so you you know want to start it off want to yeah sure yeah um well i think about two weeks ago we decided that we were going to watch marriage story mm-hmm. um well i was going to watch it because Lindsay's already seen it but um yeah so today we're talking about na- marriage story uh, directed by noah bornback who's greta goeg's partner did you know that I did know that. I, I didn't did know. know. They're a power couple. Okay. I, I don't know. Here's another fun fact. I read up some trivia before all this. and Oh, Noah I didn't. Bombax, so that's good that you did. Ex-wife. He actually, this whole movie, Marriage Story, is based on, like, his real-life divorce to his ex-wife, oh, really? Jennifer Jason Lee. If you don't know oh, who she is. He was married to her? Yes. She was yes, a good time. He was married to her. I, I was like, What? I was like, I, I found that out, and I was like, hold up, hold up. I don't know, it just didn't register. I, I never knew that, but very interesting fact. And after he finished filming whatever, um, editing the movie, he showed it to her. Yeah. And she apparently she liked it. So I guess, I don't know, it really is loosely based upon his life, which is interesting. Interesting. Um, that is interesting. Quick trivia. Um, nothing particularly, like, oh, mind-blowing, I guess, but, um, I guess Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, like, they were always set to play these characters. I don't think they ever had anyone else in mind, Mm. so that's interesting. And also, um, they also had input into the script as well. Oh, that's Um, nice. Just, yeah, little things like that. So that's the general gist. Um, the movie was it shot on film? Ah, that's I think so. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was some really like, good After Effects. Huh? I didn't hear. Do you like to do? I said, would you like to do it? Oh. Um. I will try my best. Um, to be articulate with this. Um, but. Because you've seen it twice, haven't you? Yes, I have seen it twice. Yeah. Um, So the general gist is it starts 
it, it starts with like um these two people like you know they're gonna get a divorce like you start the movie knowing that um, oh, but, no, not the first five minutes. The first five minutes, I was like, this is cute. Oh, yeah. The first five minutes is like an introduction situation. Um, but then they're going to get a divorce, and we just kind of go through the whole process with them and the ups and downs and kind of like different legal situations, like custody, whatever, and just like a lot of like internal emotional conflict and kind mm. of... Um, resonating and reflecting on their relationship and just like how they're gonna move on um not as a couple anymore but as two individuals who are still very much intertwined and have a child to care for Mm, and work together don't they they did for a while Mm -hmm. yeah they did work together for a while um so I guess we can start talking about the beginning I really liked it yeah yeah the beginning, the, yeah. Should I do it? The beginning is yeah. the first thing you see as an audience is a montage of like the separate characters. Can you remind me of the names? I don't remember the names. Um, Charlie Barber and Nicole Barber. Okay, thank you. So mm-hmm. it's um, I don't remember who's first, but I think it was Nicole talking about Charlie and all the good mm-hmm. things about him, and then you have like corresponding images um, and mm-hmm. scenes. And then it flips and it's um, Charlie talking about the good things about Nicole. And it's like a very lovely montage and like sweet. And it's like you mm-hmm. you get the idea that they were a loving couple and like a family. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to them sitting in a marriage counseling office. And like the mm-hmm. counselor's like, okay, so would you like to read out the things that you've written about each other, what you like? And then there's a very obvious tension, not only with them. Um, like the you can not only see it through like the actions but you can see it from like the color the color grading is like much like more dull than the a montage bit where it's very warm and it's like you're like stark contrast between the two and it's like it's a very effective way to start off mm-hmm. the movie which is a divorce story For by sure. giving a small um peek into their like loving married life mm-hmm. agreed yeah about like the beginning the first time i watched the film i i definitely went into it thinking it was going to be something completely different than what it was because just it being a divorce story watching other like divorce centered movies like blue valentine etc a lot of them are just like these super sort of dark well not not necessarily dark but very like I don't know, just not not as, like, lighthearted as how mm. marriage story kind of played out to be. Um, divorce stories are usually super dramatic, you know, lots of tension, lots of, like, you know, I don't know, gr- feelings of grief, whatever. Mm. Um, but this kind of came out to be more of, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to say feel good because there are a lot of moments where <laughs> like you're like oh wow like this this really got this really got yeah oh I think I know 100. what you're trying to say I think you're trying to say it's much more civil than many other divorce stories yes you know what exactly yeah those are the words because um, it's like they still yeah. have to like they they're still sort of connected through their family their kid and like you see um. Charlie having good relations with Nicole's mom and like you see them like having conversations with each other like they, they, they it's after they like had a fight and like gonna talk about getting divorced they lay in the same bed with their kid reading him bedtime mm-hmm. stories and it's like it's very is like really grounded in reality and it's mm-hmm. like I feel like a lot of it is probably what you would see in modern marriages mm-hmm, there's always always looking um definitely looking out for their kid yeah Yeah. Mm. and kind of going off of that i guess um the way the script plays out for me at least in my two viewings it kind of makes me as an audience want to pick a side between the two as Mm, their situation becomes more polarized um I will say my first time, I was more on Charlie's side. Yeah. 
Um, Me too. Because it definitely starts with more of his perspective. And as time goes on, and as Nicole is kind of winning the battle, I guess, um, you kind of start to feel bad for him. And he kind of plays off to be the underdog. So I'm like, oh, I feel bad for him. You know, I want him to, like, get a little bit of something. Um, mm. And in my mind, I was like, oh, Nicole kind of, she she made all this chaos happen. But the more I think about it, on my second watch, that just sort of shifted for me because I guess I became more empathetic towards Nicole. I think her situation definitely made a lot more sense to me and I could, I don't want to say empathize because, you know, I, I have gone through divorce. At one point. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. I would say, yes, sympathize. I definitely sympathized with everything she was going through especially her backstory and how much she sacrificed for charlie Mm. to live out his dream so that's just the little side situation that i shifted on no that's really interesting the fact that you bring about i wasn't even like conscious of it i was like i like thinking about watching it i was like i saw it as a story but now that i look back and you mentioned that i definitely was on charlie's side Mm -hmm. for like the second half of the film Mm -hmm. and i was like she's got her son in like la and he just (laughs) he's in new york trying to do his play but then you realize that like she's doing this now because of all the things that she has um Mm -hmm. given up for him earlier in the past Mm -hmm. yeah i was just i don't know you know what about their kid though Henry, I think he was definitely a good mediator to all of this because they each parent has these really tender moments with their child where you can really see like the connection between all of them and just like the deep profound love that they have um, and how sort of intertwined they are as a family. Mm. Um, I that's that's one thing that kind of sets it apart from a lot of relationship movies I've seen because you, you seen know many? Some... Cause I don't think I've seen one I think this is the only one that I've seen um well not necessarily relationship movies but I've seen like... crazy stupid love oh crazy stupid love <laughs> <laughs> we can we can talk about that another day that is probably one of my top top favorite movies of all time oh I forgot Ryan Gosling was in to it to be oh. honest that twist <laughs> That twist at the end, that was major. That that changed my whole life. 14-year-old Lindsay was watching it, and I was like, sir, this is cinema. This is different. I was Were like, you like, I want to be lifted up above the head and dirty dancing. <laughs> I was, I was, I was. One thing that inspired me to make my um, fan account. Um, but yeah, we oh can... my god, isn't your Spotify profile the picture of him in Crazy Kids oh. of Love? Yes, yes, it is. It's just to remind myself every day, you know. Every time I see you listening to some music, I'm like, oh, hi, Ryan Gosling. It's the, he's the real one forever and always, you know. Like I said, it's gonna happen. Wait, okay, what what others have you watched? I mean, you said Blue Valentine. Blue Valentine, um. I don't, it's like. (laughs) Taipei Story. <laughs> Honestly, it's Guys, kind of hard to, to like, other one. pick things up out of nowhere. But I'm sure I've watched no, like fine, no. not necessarily like fully centered on the relationship, but I would say just like relationships in general in movies. I don't know. Mm. I don't think they're this marriage story just hit different this time. That yeah. I think I I don't know. It's just the way it's written and the way everything is blocked out. It just makes so much sense. And not everything has to be so like. Had, not everything has to have this level this deep level of intensity to make it as impactful you know mm. this this wasn't it wasn't super crazy except for like that one climax I would say but I would say but which I climax? felt like the most emotion ever and which climax? sir I like I don't see like starting this I was like how am I gonna relate to these divorced people these people yeah. who want to get divorced these like grown ass 30 year olds but as time went through I was like wow this Mm. you know I feel sophisticated I understand these um adult issues (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah well I was gonna say that um the like I've been told to watch this movie by someone else 
and mm-hmm. um, like people have been like talking about it for a while but like I've always put it off because like mm-hmm. I was just like marriage story like story about marriage like okay like um <laughs> I was like this is gonna be kind of boring but then like all those memes started popping up and like every day I'm shuffling you know <laughs> And I was like, okay, that, I'm not even gonna watch that now that I've seen those memes. Like, it's just like, it's a bit cringe. But like, the the main thing that stuck to me was mm-hmm. like the long scenes where it would just be two characters talking to each other. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm watching a play. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like yes. And yes. I really enjoyed it. Like the ones, the like in a normal, okay, not a normal movie. Sorry. I don't. I did not make sense. In a sort of modern now movie, mm-hmm. in the scene where um, Nicole goes and talks to Nora for the first time and explains mm-hmm. their marriage and explains their backstory, I thought they were gonna have like inserts of clips from before, like to sort of like have Nicole narrating over um, like the video scenes of them in the past, like a. Like another mm-hmm. montage, mm-hmm. but it was just a scene between Nora and Nicole, and you, as the audience, have to like picture and imagine it yourself. So probably everyone has different experiences, like fabricating little details in the mm-hmm. with the words that Nicole is narrating, mm-hmm. and then you, you have these long scenes within the movie, like the one of them in the, um, Charlie's apartment where he he mm-hmm. breaks down, mm-hmm. and like it's like so naturalistic that it's like so personal even though you mm-hmm. don't like empathize I mean you, not empathize that you don't really relate to what's going on mm-hmm. with them but you like just are there so you are in the space with them mm-hmm. agreed agreed I think every the way everything comes out um it just feels super in touch for the audience, especially because like what you what you said about it feeling sort of theatrical. That's I I think the way the script is written. Um, a lot of their scenes oh my I searched up online. And Charlie works at a theater. Please. <laughs> and Nicole's an actress. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, that just kind of hit me. But, <laughs> yeah, it's like everything, it, it feels like theater. Like, I know movies are very similar to theater. Like, uh, mm. but, like, this is more, this is more theater than anything. Like, uh, uh, especially just, like, from their long dialogues, like you said, it feels supernatural. I, I don't think there's a lot of, like, improv, really. Um, again, I read from the trivia um, for example, at the scene at Charlie's apartment, which we can get to soon, um, everything, like, their every action was written out in the script, there was no improv, and, like, mm. just, like, their, even, like, their location, their locations in the apartment where they were standing had something to do with, like, their Hostility. emotions, yeah, and yeah. what they were saying, so that whole aspect is, Again, just wild amplifies everything, makes everything mm-hmm. times ten, and not even like, and in, Ooh, space. in like a subtle way. <laughs> I was trying to say base, boost the base, amplify. Stop! Stop! You're trying to make You're... a point. <laughs> Sorry. You know what? I I appreciated that um, yeah. comedic relief. If if. You can't. Our our listeners can't see this, but um, I speak with my hands. To be honest, you know, it's just it's a natural thing to occur to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the big fight. Why don't we just get to that? What? what, what yeah. Is that is that what you're talking thoughts? about? The climax. Is that the climax? Yes. Thing? The the major climax. You want to talk about it? I guess I can. I can start it off. I guess with my thoughts on it. I was like. This is definitely like the star scene in the whole movie, especially for yeah. Adam Driver. Um, Adam Driver, um, the way it like builds up, it is insane to me. I don't, I don't remember the specific words, no. but I think I just the either. way it escalates um, and the blocking, the actors, 
everything. It's just, I don't know, it just like works so well together. And I don't know, it just like brings out something in you as um, an audience. <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't know what to say about this. Like, I hate like making it a. I, I hate like copping out and saying like, "Oh, no, I have no yeah. words." Yeah, but- I know. I have no words. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, one thing that I will say about this scene is, um, ro- like, I don't know. The scenes preceding this scene, oh, words. Well, not really. Like when they're like um, using talk, they don't talk. You don't really see them talking to each other for a while. You see them talking to each other through their lawyers. Mm-hmm. Like, in the courtroom when he's like, oh, Nicole ha- has been drinking around our son. And like, mm-hmm. oh, Charlie... Ha- blah, blah, blah. And like, you yeah. don't, they don't speak to them um, directly. So mm-hmm. like, it's... um, It was like a... I was like, why are you guys talking? Like I know. I, I assumed you would like sort of stay away from each other because like mm-hmm. then he could then one of them could use words said against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Just another thing that kind of popped into my head as you were talking, just like um, about them talking through their lawyers. I think Mm. the progression of their relationship throughout this film is also super interesting because at least I... Regression or progression? Progression. Rick... Both. Both, I would say. (laughs) It kind of fluctuates in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I think they sort of... They start off the film not having... Like, having a lack of empathy to start off especially i mean especially with charlie charlie has no sense of like um what his wife's ambitions are what like um i i don't know the the potential his wife has um in the industry etc just like i don't know he's just not super aware and Mm. part part of that is just like super super selfish um um he's not really willing to compromise he's not willing to kind of give something back it's always oh my theater my theater my theater and as time goes on and they both become so invested in this divorce um while it's i it starts off getting worse like this sort of um lack of empathy it deepens and it kind of brews some sort of antipathy especially on charlie's part towards nicole he's like oh she's she's trying to take away my life she's trying to take away my son my career my everything um but i think later as it goes on especially um through just like um i wish you were dead son (laughs) i wish you were dead yeah it's uh, that especially culminates in that big scene that we kind of talked about um but i think the sun is kind of a part to him sort of realizing his i don't know his own ignorance and their son brings them together in a way and that scene what it's like the lady who comes and like um looks at them when he's having his son over and he like cuts himself Mm-hmm. Oh. I was like, <laughs> I I think it was a way of signifying that Charlie is like not becoming unstable, but like sort of like losing losing like some sort of. It's just like his character is like not is is not the same as before. Like something is wrong with him now. Mm-hmm. Like this whole process is like destabilizing for him mm-hmm. that was like yeah weird. for sure um i have something to add to that but give me a second <laughs> giving you a second okay i'm back um oh. <laughs> <laughs> i am sorry for that little blip there i hope i wasn't it's gone too long but yes um like you were saying um 
I don't. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I, I have another. Lost... I have another point if I can. Okay. If I okay. Can make have it. your point. I've lost my train of thought. <clears throat> but it's okay. You go. The ending, um, where uh, it's like a flash forward a year and everything's like pretty okay, mm-hmm. and it's Henry reading out the thing that Nicole wrote at the mm-hmm. oh. beginning. Did not want to see me when I watched that. <laughs> Facts. Okay, both times I watched that. I know. It's just that scene. Okay, that scene is just. Oh, that is godlike script writing. I don't even yeah. know. Like I, I don't think it. I don't like how. How does he come up with this stuff? And it's just, Nicole's just standing there. And, you know, at some point, like, one thing I wanted to add was just... Oh, my God. Like, and the, 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 the line, the line that she she didn't say in the first time, it was like, I will oh, always yeah. love him, whatever. And I was like, stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Their, their whole relationship is also super strange because it's like, I feel like I kind of want to root for them as a couple, mm-hmm. but also, like... Throughout the film, I'm realizing, like, oh, they really aren't, they really should not be together, you know? But also... That's, that so, that's like, such a weird... The, the premise of a divorce story as a movie is the is such an interesting thing because you bring two, you bring an audience to two people that you introduce them to have been in love and you mm-hmm. watch them falling out in love, but you still think that they want to be in love, but they don't. So you're, mm-hmm. like... I've developed such a um, relationship through this like two-hour movie with these uh, these characters, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and now you're expected to be be okay with them parting ways. Facts, facts, and it's just I it, I don't know. I think okay, I would say the ending. I, it was a happy ending. I was satisfied. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of leaves you wondering more. I guess I don't know. I, I it wants it, it makes me want to know more about their story, like from the beginning, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like I I would say it's a perfect movie though. I don't think I would have changed the ending. Um, no, no. I I would not have. Um, but when they left, and Nicole was like, "Oh, here you can have Henry for an extra day." It's like kind of like a. It's just a really good reconciliation mm. um, from their whole like debacle. That's a big word. Okay, debacle. Um, but their whole debacle. sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> their whole disagreement. Their whole divorce. I don't know. It just tied up really nicely. Their whole it, unmarriage. Yes. Their whole marriage. Unmarriage. And, that that script is wild, and I think this is honestly one of my top movies of all time. Cause I don't know, I don't know. It's like not something I go into thinking, oh, I'm gonna be into this. Like, oh, this this story of divorce, fire. Let's let's get into it. But after watching, I'm like, wow, wow, these people are truly. Something else. Something else. Something else. One thing to add. One thing to add. I've been going on for quite a while now. But that one song, Being Alive, that Adam Driver sang. He sang it? Oh oh my god. I was... Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was like... I was like uh, sort of tearing up at that time. For some reason... no, I don't know what came over me. I started singing along with him. <laughs> I don't know the song. I started singing along with him. I literally have never heard the song in my life, but Stop. I can predict the tune. And I was looking at the lyrics, I was like, <laughs> singing along with him. <laughs> that was that was such an unexpected moment for me. Yeah. I was just, I, I, it's it just another good. plus. How do you even think of these things? And it makes it even more theater. Because he's just busting out yeah. into song. The spotlight's on him. There's a bunch of people sitting around. Nicole's looking at him. And they have their eye Wait, contact. Wait, Nicole's not there. Is she there? I'm... 
I, there, there was one scene in the same place where she was there. <coughs> it was right after the, her last performance. Oh, okay. So he was. So she wasn't there when he was singing. She was in LA. Was in oh, LA. okay. Got it. Okay. Well, just another thing, real quick. Their eye contact is wild. Them two, when they look at each other, Scarlett Johansson is a beautiful actress. I will say, just the things she can convey. I, I thought. I, I didn't think she was anything more than Black Widow, but good good for her. But oh yes, back to the singing. And I don't think she was anything more than a Lost in Translation. Um, I really <gasps> hate to break this up. I think we should. I think we should have another um session sometime about I, Marriage Story. Yes, uh, honestly, yes. I think we kind of have. We have a lot. We, did, we haven't we even touched on about today. the lawyers. We haven't talked about the lawyers oh, or yeah. anything. Yeah. Okay, but if you gotta go, that's fully. Fine we can with do it me. tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow's fine with me. Hi everyone, we don't usually do this, but the, we kind of ran short on time on this episode, so we had to do two separate parts, but yeah, just wanted to check in in oh. case you were confused. Okay, hi everyone, um, this is a part two of our Marriage Story podcast. Um, we didn't quite finish last time, we thought we were going to do a mini episode type situation, but we kind of have still have a lot of things to mm-hmm. get into, so... That's what we're going to do today. Um, have anything in particular you want to start on? I don't think so. I mean, I I just knew that the conversation that we had was too short to like fully like stop. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you go ahead. Okay, well, yeah. Last time you said like uh, we completely forgot to mention <laughs> any of the lawyers in all of this yet, so... Which is, like, the main part of the story. Um, so we should probably get into that. So basically, there are three main lawyers, I would say. One is Nora Fanshawe, I believe is her name, um, who is the lawyer for Nicole. And Charlie goes around. He has this whole sort of situation where he's trying to find lawyers, but none of them really fit. Or, like, have um, been visited you know, by just other conflicts. Nicole um, and Rosie. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so he finally ends up with one called Bert Spitz, I believe. He's a pretty old guy. Um, has a pretty shabby office compared to Nora, I guess. There's definitely a sort of... Nora's like this glamorous, kind of shiny lawyer. Um, very charismatic, while Bert is... more. I wouldn't say uncharismatic, but definitely mm. kind of more sheltered, uh, like old. Not as you know, sparky. Um, not as zingy. He's still wise, I would say, um, and I think he fit um, Charlie. What Charlie should have, <clears throat> I guess, in that situation. Um, but okay, thoughts on Nora, Nora first of all. You have any thoughts? Mm-hmm. She's just, like, a very charismatic character, and, like, watching her, you can... The way she switches between professional and, like, private life, like, her and Nicole have, like, Mm -hmm. a very close connection. I think mainly because, like, Nora said she had gone through the same experience and, like, they shared this divorce, like, journey, which Nora's helping her go Mm -hmm. through. And, like, you see her... At the end of the movie, like, spending, I don't know, Thanksgiving or is it Christmas with Nicole's family? When you would not see that mm-hmm. with, like, um, mm-hmm. what's his name? Bert, Bert and Charlie, Bert. or the <laughs> Char- second lawyer. But... Oh, the second <clears throat> one, Jay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get yeah, to him just like, And she's, like, mm-hmm. very, very sly. She's like a fox. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah, about her being sly, I think she's supposed to, like, play out as the villain a little bit, at least for me on my first watch. My second watch, I definitely tried to be more objective with everything and try to see everything from everyone's perspective. Mm. But my first watch, I... I don't know. Nora, she comes off super charismatic, but also she's the one who sort of pushes 
Nicole into having all these additional conflicts with Charlie. I think they are necessary conflicts because there are a lot of things that they hadn't been able to communicate and things Nicole mm. just couldn't get across because the the relationship was so dominated by Charlie's sort of mm. sense of entitlement. Um, wow, <laughs> long sentence there. When, I, I mean, mad articulate. I don't know. I don't know how that just popped out of me. But yes, um, Nora, I'm, I wouldn't say she's the villain, but also she definitely had some parts, part in like the deterioration, deterioration of the two's relationship. And she kind of pushed for things like Nicole deserved thing, certain things, I guess, um, more, more than she thought she deserved. What do you mean? Um, and Nora kind of helped push for that. Like, um, I don't know. At the beginning, oh, yeah, so Nicole's like, oh, I, not I really, like, yeah, yeah, self-assured. Like, she's always like, oh, but we're, like, charming. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Like, no, what do you want? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that aspect kind of definitely helped Nicole find yeah. her place a little bit, her authority in the relationship, which is great. I don't know. I, I, I enjoy the whole dynamic. But I will say, um, Laura Dern, who plays Nora Fanshawe, yeah. I think she's the perfect person to play this role. But also, I don't think she should have won she did? The Supporting Actress. That's I didn't know that. Yeah, she did. She won. She won. That was like, everyone Everyone just thought she was going to win, I think, and she oh did. God, I, I don't know why I, didn't, I wasn't following I don't this. I know. Like... Um. <laughs> yeah, she... Honestly, she was good in the Was this 2018 or 2020? Actress, but 2019, 2020, 2020. Oh god, she did. Mm -hmm. Yep, so this and was Renee Zellweger won mm -hmm. Best Actress for Judy. Yeah. Yeah. That that Mm, we'll see maybe i'll check it out but i don't know maybe it's because i like I mean, oh but scarjo was nominated I, I, I can't act she's really mm. good yeah she was nominated for really? rabbit as well i don't know yeah mm. she was nominated for two oscars in the same year for best oh. actress and best supporting actress which is wild to me Oh Wild. shit! Yeah. Good for her though. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, just thoughts on those are my thoughts on Nora, I guess. Um, yeah. Great character though, and I, I, I know she's. Do you know who that person is? Person. Um, uh, I think it it was um Jen Jennifer's attorney maybe. Um, during their divorce, like, and they actually shot at the um, the real That's attorney's sick. office, like those scenes. Um, yeah, and they still, I think they still maintain a close relationship. Oh my god, she looks so sure. young when they're together. Um, well, obviously, but like, Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that that is just so. It that relationship is so hard to picture for me because I never saw those two no, characters yeah. like converging like noah bombach and jennifer jason lee i didn't i i just knew jennifer was in oh my god yeah i, I watched, watched that as well and i was like oh uh, <laughs> it was it wasn't like a very good okay, show to be honest yeah. but i like watched all of it anyway i'm pretty like, sure i was like, like okay watching like, it while yeah, i was doing work whatever. and my work was so bad because <laughs> it was bad um, yeah. <laughs> yes um but the, the, I guess let's move on to Bert for a little bit. Maybe I'll go back to Nora. But Bert, Bert, I liked Bert. I think Bert was like um another likable guy. Um, mm -hmm. Well, would I say likable? No, I would not. I would not say likable. I would say, I mean, to the audience, I think Noah Baumbach made it seem like he clicked for charlie because he went through the process of finding all these different lawyers and he finally found this sort of humble 
small lawyer that kind of fit what he wanted. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. And Bert, Bert is a lawyer. He, he I wouldn't say he's as cutthroat as Laura. No. Um, not Laura. Nora. Nora. Yeah. Definitely not. Um, I think he's more, definitely more of a realist. And also... I don't know. I like I he gave he gave um Charlie good advice. He was But like, like Nora don't, always don't seemed push to be it. One and he tried step to kind of ground him a little bit. He Mhm. Mhm. She did. And um since the whole thing was from more more of the perspective of Charlie, I guess, me as an audience member was sort of rooting mm. for Bert. <laughs> and charlie because we're like oh like these are the underdogs like there's the shiny amazing like uh, people who have their have their shit together got their facts straight and then you have like charlie and bert this like 80 year old man just struggling to kind of fit things together um put out put out their arguments i don't know Argue, argue their case. Whatever. Bert was a good lawyer, but I don't know. It's it's just like the dynamic was not mm-hmm. in Charlie's favor at all. So, yep. What did you think of Nicole's Thoughts? family? Like her sister and mother. Her mother was such a weird character. <laughs> Her mother, I liked. I liked her family. I thought. I, I thought those were some of the best comedic bits in the movie. Um, definitely mm-hmm. strange, you know. Definitely not a normal family. Um, um, especially like the sister yeah. when they were like handing, yeah. when they were like serving, um, Charlie with the Charles. You've been served. That was yeah. that was a great bit. <laughs> And the family is just so still kind of attached to Charlie as Nicole's husband and as a part of the family. So, again, that's, like, a whole conflict for everyone because Nicole's, like, uh, like this is strange for me because my family is also, you know, super intertwined with Charlie. And her mom especially is, like, oh, we love Charlie, whatever, which is cute and all. But also, they're getting divorced, mm-hmm. so that it, it needs to be cut off. And at that moment, Charlie, he he also feels like this huge sense of loss, I guess, because he he also feels mm-hmm. entitled to this family. He's been a part of it for so long, and that moment he got served, yeah. he's like, oh. And also just moments to come when he expected to be able to stay mm-hmm. in the house. Go to a hotel. Like, oh, yeah. where are you staying? Yep, go to a hotel. And Charlie was like, oh, wait. So I'm not allowed to stay here? And that's when his, um, I guess, self-confidence started mm. to like, deteriorate a little bit. Like, this whole time he was like, oh... You know, it's it's gonna work out for me. I have the upper hand. You know, my kid, my family needs to be in New York, and he's totally not seeing the other side. And he's so invested in his own narrative that he just fully believes in it until mm. these little things start happening, and he's like, "Oh, wait, I'm lonely." Um, and yeah, what you said about him losing his confidence really true. You just we watch him like sort of become more and more like hopeless towards like the end of the film but then he you know it's okay but like you're like when he's by himself he's like he's all all he has is like his own like ingenuity which is like and then like he doesn't have like family to back him up (laughs) he's the only one like like in his apartment all his white walls it's like like reflection of his like mm-hmm. of how little backup he has it's like just him in a little living room mm-hmm. just on a couch like it's like it's like the epitome epitomizes the image of helplessness 
for sure. Yeah, it's, I don't know, that's just another factor in, I guess, Noah making the mm. audience root for him a little bit because you're like, oh, he's so sad. Poor, poor Charlie. This situation he's going into, I must I sympathize. Sympathize um, with me, Noah um, Baum, back in the direction. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for him. It, it, it just, like, it, I don't know, because he's, like, constantly, he's con- he's consistently losing. And it's it's sad for him. And um, throughout all the these sort of little epiphanies he's having, he realizes that, I don't know, maybe, first of all, he goes into this, like, spiral where he's, like, I don't want to compromise. He gets, he kind of gets more mm-hmm. mad, I guess, because he doesn't, he, he, again, feels entitled to all of these things. He feels entitled to have his family be in New York, and it makes him even more so blind to his I think I'm going blind. Nicole. I hope it doesn't um, change. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, I don't know that song, but I, that was Thank you. That I was you know it. Dang it. That was... Uh, I just sang. I, I What can I say? What can I say? My my music, it's it, it's very narrow, right. my music taste. It's just One Direction and... A couple of, like, one of other songs. things, but... For sure, for sure, for sure, a hundred percent. But yeah, Adam Driver mm-hmm. goes into a spiral, and then things get worse for him. And I, I, I can't really pinpoint when exactly he realized, like, oh, like maybe, maybe I just was sort of in the wrong. I don't know, but. It's a process for him, um, and we're very much focused on him. I think that scene so. where they're both in the courtroom, and you can, like, uh, it's when the, the lawyers are talking for them, and you see them, their, like, eyes, like, sort of, like, darting back and forth. Well, not really. The camera, like, mm. switches between them two, and they both look very, like, guilty. I feel like they're both, they're like, this is, like, gone way too far. And, like, it's, like, like, they always said at the beginning of the film that we don't want to have to use lawyers, that like, we want, want to do this as, as, like, civil as possible, but, like, it becomes mm-hmm. so, like, charged with passive aggressiveness and it's, like, what can we do to, like, just, like, get, like, a slither of the upper hand and, like, be the one in, like, one step ahead, like... Mm-hmm. And I think after, like, that, after, like, the scene in the... in Adam's... in Charles... Charlie's uh, living room, I think that's sort of when it's sort of, like, resolved. Half... It's like lukewarm. It was mm-hmm. boiling, now it's mm-hmm. lukewarm. Oh yeah. Soon it'll be You're right. fine. You're right. Soon it'll be mm-hmm. ice. <laughs> For sure. Yes. Um yeah. Like speaking of the lawyer scene, I I like how the kind of lawyers' conversations how do I say this? It also facilitated their relationship in a way that, like, wasn't verbalized by them, but also just, like, different mm. visual aspects. You were like, oh, you like, the tension really is boiling up. It's really getting heated here. And the, the lawyers themselves, I think about it, like, I think about it throughout the movie. I'm like, oh, what, what if they just mm. never got these lawyers? Like, all this just would never have happened. But the, the more I think about it, I'm like, these lawyers were necessary. As, mm. For both of them. For both of them, especially for Nicole to yeah, yeah. get find her, her point voice. across, finally. You know? I'm sad. Find her voice, sad. exactly. Yeah, it is really sad. It makes me think, like, how did their relationship deteriorate? You know, like, I know Charlie cheated on her once with, like, a stage... Oh my god, we didn't even talk about but that. But that also makes me wonder... Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. I'm like, I, I want to see, I wish I would have seen more of, like, that episode. when everything starts to fall apart. Mm. But that's not the point of this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, totally, I think this 
movie is perfect the way it played out, but also I'm just super curious to see, you know, just the, just right before Nicole decided, like, oh, this needs to stop, like, what, what led to that, Mm -hmm. you know, the different, different, what do I call them? Criteria. What? Scenarios. Whatever. Yeah. Like what led just, to the fall? Just something that I wish. Yeah. Yep. Mm. What led to but the fall? It's very. It's so Could striking the opening but... scene that it, it's so effective. And like. Yeah. Mhm. For sure. For sure. I I saw the opening scene and I was just huh. hooked in. Yeah, I was gonna. Um, you know, I watched I say, it though, like. I watched it in like one entire. And did I t- did I mention what happened when I watched the movie to you? Oh, basically, I I no. was like, it was like a Tuesday, one day evening, and I was like in my room, and I was like, I don't want to do homework, so I'm just gonna watch some Netflix. And I was like, hey, well, I'll watch Marriage Story. I watched like half an hour. I sit there, like I watch it. I've been watching it for an hour and a half, and like it's about to like get to the juicy <laughs> bits, and I'm like, it's the sad bits, and I'm crying, and then like a teacher comes in to check. Like that, I'm in my room. I'm like, I'm just watching a movie. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Relatable, relatable. Cause in my two times that I've watched this, it's just, it's it's a combination of everything. Everything, everything. The, the uh, let's talk about. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. The cinematography. Oh, yeah. The music. It just. All feels um super. Uh, I don't want to say nostalgic. Hmm. I don't know. Atmospheric. That's what I I'll say. I love that word. Um, Randy Newman. What you mean by score. nostalgic, though? Like mm-hmm. the, the way mm-hmm. that it looks, it sort of reminds me of a home video, which is like quite ironic. Mm. For sure. For sure. And throughout all of this, yeah, the irony kind of, we talked about this, but you go into it and you think like, oh, this is going to be this whole situation. And it plays out in the super kind of, well, more light, more light than you would expect. And that's just what makes it more intriguing and more, more open i guess to to use an audience so i enjoy every aspect of this film i think i pretty much wrap my own i go say when you just when you said um audio soundtrack i didn't think the soundtrack i didn't think about it at all i don't even think i remember it at all Mm, it's it's a soundtrack by randy newman um i wouldn't yeah it's not it's not one of the types that is you know some soundtracks come out with like specific songs that you're like oh I'm gonna I remember will this remember the song in the thingy thingy in the like I mentioned last time I started singing along um, the Adam Driver song. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh facts facts um, oh, no. what it, what's it called uh, I I kind of remember some bits of it it's like da da da. Oh my god, that's so good, Lindsay. Okay, I'm not... <laughs> okay. That was like a magical da, moment. Da, da. That da, da. literally... Somebody hold me It was mad and unexpected and it worked so Somebody well. hold me tonight deep. Somebody sing my chair mm-hmm. and roll my sleep and retain the where. Someone who's a duty. Oh my god, it's it's such a good song. (laughs) Why is that? Why was that angelic? (laughs) Be alive. That was was so beautiful. That, That took me back. It's so good. That took me back to some deep, deep. Jesus. It, also, like Adam Driver, yeah, literally really is good. a good singer. That was that was a star. Yeah. That was a star moment there. Major star moment. 
really like, good. Go you. I love how I used to oh. see him as a joke. Uh, what's your? It's so rude. Mm. I, I don't know why. Hold I don't know why. What? Okay. Let me tell you my story with Adam yeah. Driver, and you'll tell me yours. Okay. Because <laughs> my story began quite a few oh, years no, ago. Oh, no, not me. Um, when the Star Wars came out, the first one. I don't watch Star Wars. What do you call it? The first new one. Okay. I forget the name of it. Um, What's something? Yeah. The first new Star Wars, Adam Driver was in it. I was like, wow, like, I'm so intrigued. And then I found this, I, I was searching up what he was in, and then I found this HBO show. Oh, girls. I kid you not, I watched all six seasons of it. Lena Dunham? Girls was good. At that time, I don't know, like, how I would perceive it now, but when I was, like, 13, fire. Fire oh. show. Um, ever since then, been hooked. I've been loving him since the beginning. So, yeah. What can I say? <laughs> well, yeah, no, your thoughts. Your thoughts on I know. I'd like to hear. For some reason, I thought he was like a... It's quite rude. I thought it was a joke. Like, I... I was like... Everyone was... I don't know. I would often see, like, memes of him. And I've never seen any of his actual work. Um... Like, cause like mm-hmm. the whole thing with every day, so, I'm shuffling. Like that. That's my. That's the only. <laughs> his, like, no. Also, some Kylo Ren memes I've seen. Um. Oh yeah, the shirtless one. <laughs> but yeah, so like I don't. It's. I just never saw any of his stuff, so I didn't know. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Honestly, he, he hasn't been in a whole lot of things, I would say. He's been relatively low-key. Um, and this was the first time I've ever seen him act at this caliber. Not even so in Star Wars? to him. You know, he's really established himself. He didn't yeah. act at this caliber in Star Wars? Um, you know what? You're right. He, he was fire in that. That... Kylo Ren energy, um, his his dark demeanor, oh. everything about him. It really deserved an Oscar. Oh to be my honest. god, I was just to thinking about his honest. hair and then the, the scene where where when they're like not together anymore but he but Scarjo was like, Let me cut your hair. Uh. <gasps> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Stop okay. Favorite movie, fa- favorite scene in the movie, favorite the part. The bit where the Henry yeah. reads out the letter. Yeah. Oh, that's your favorite part. I see. Mm, I. Yeah, that was the part that really got the tears rolling. I would say. I don't think I could like pinpoint one part. I think it's just like the whole thing just <sighs> culminated oh. for me. Um. That being a live yeah. scene, though. Somebody hold me too close. Mm-hmm. Also, that lady who came <laughs> and inspected Henry and Charlie's so weird. What was that with her? I what know. was that with her? I know. She... You know what? I think her possum. spirit animal is probably like a, a mouse. Possum. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, okay. she... Uh, you know what, though? I empathize with yeah. her. I empathize. I'm scared too. She she seemed mad nervous, what? mad scared. I'm for you know, what? If if this man, if if I she's with Child Protective Services. They're going out here trying to investigate to see if these parents are abusive. Oh, I didn't even. Think I don't about know. That. I'd be scared too. But also, yeah, she was weird. Agreed. Um, Adam Driver though that that knife scene. And Henry, Henry was like, "What's what's wrong?" I'm trying to just like, "Oh, it's okay." On the on the floor. Okay. But yeah, yeah, on the floor. <laughs> that was epic fail, <laughs> epic fail moment. Epic fail. Stop. <laughs> no. Yep. Uh, so. 
yeah. that's my story for y'all. Yeah. I don't know. Go watch it. Go watch that movie. Literally, I know it sounds it sounds annoying. Mare yeah. story, just the name itself. I don't want to see that. I didn't want to see it. See that? I did not want we're, to see we're it. We're young, free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we did not, but we saw it. We saw yeah, it anyway. We loved it. We went through it. Mm-hmm. Loved it more than loved, admired, worshipped, adored. Mm. Okay, you're gonna go that Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Five out of five. Five I didn't out of five for me. rate it. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't sure because like I I was so overcome with emotions right after I watched it that I couldn't even think of. I wasn't even thinking mm-hmm. about rating it. Like I was just like, <laughs> I like have to have a shower. Um, but I think yeah, it's probably a five. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that emotion thing, like little bit off topic but i would say like every time i finish watching the movie i feel like some sort of some degree of emotional attachment to i'm like wow i just went through two hours with these people they've lived a whole life and i'm like i'm one with them girl how do you think actors feel after they finish wrapping up a film that they've been like molded into i know right Mm -hmm. i know it's they're all so invested with these characters and me, yeah. I'm also invested in these characters and it's a shared experience, love. I know. Must a shared experience. <laughs> I can taste the baked beans I had for brunch. Yep. Oh. Oh. Baked beans uh, questionable. Honestly, don't love baked beans, to be honest. Um Okay. But um <laughs> What else am I gonna have? I'm sorry, I'm coming for your. I'm sorry, I'm coming it's for okay. your brunch. Um, but yeah, that's that's all for today, everyone. Um, I don't know. Like, comment, thanks for subscribe. tuning in. <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in to our beautiful podcast. Bye. See you another time with our next movie. Bye. Bye.